You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Okay. Alrighty. Hit it, Greg. <laughs> Welcome to the Gear 30 podcast where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Woohoo! Today, yeah. today, Brandon is going to lead the discussion here, so take it away. Okay. Wow, that was yeah. a short that was and fast. Quick. Yeah, that was but quick. I would like to, to mention Getting that down to business. Chase uh, is on the road to recovery as he's no longer in his sleeve. Yeah. And one arm looks like a toothpick, <laughs> and the other one looks like a toothpick that's done a couple of like, <laughs> bicep curls or something. Yeah, yeah. like three <laughs> bicep curls. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, I am stoked. This is the first step, step toward, one. towards step one. like actual progress, you know? Yeah. It really does, though, look like one arm is strong and, you know, you're an athlete, and the other arm is... Uh, <laughs> looks like it came from a different body. Yeah, yeah. looks like, like someone who's played video games all <laughs> life never, yeah. never been active. At my them. right shoulder, like when my shirt's off, you can just see the bones poking out. It's like super gross. That's my hot. left shoulder is like has a little muscle bit of muscle on it. So I wouldn't muscle. say muscly, but it has some muscle on it's it. Completely ripped. <laughs> you know, if you know me, you know, I'm yeah. pretty jacked. Oh, I know you. Yeah. But I don't know about it's, jacked. It's been funny. There so, are you know, when I see your your good arm, I, I've always thought from the very beginning, like that kind of reminds me of LeBron James arm, you know, <laughs> and shoulder. Like he's lying. That's I mean, that's how Chase looks. Check yeah. out his Instagram. You'll see. Yeah, I have lots of shirtless pics on there, you know, just for the gram. Let's go ahead and pivot to what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> although I love Chase's body. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. So, um. We we're going to talk about this company out of Salt Lake City, new company, Wooroo. Wooroo. Uh, wow. Yeah. Du- so, W-U-R-U. Yep. W-U-R-U. And uh, you can go to wurwool.com to learn more about them. So, what does, before we start, what does it stand for? Like wool so, under kay. rocks? No, Wooroo is, I think, what they call the, it's like, it's like what the New Zealanders call something it's either the wool or the natives or i can't remember exactly okay. what he said but it is a word the natives in new zealand use the word wooroo and it re- either refers to the wool or the natives and i can't remember it's probably okay. on their about wooroo page i'll i'll go look um, it up while you're uh, <laughs> while you're doing your thing okay so wooroo wool we met with the the founder the owner the only person who works for the company <laughs> last week <laughs> and what he said the story was he and his he got married and he and his wife went on a honeymoon to New Zealand and this is only two to two and a half years ago. 
And on that trek in New Zealand, they started getting boosters and they said, here, and I'll do a little demo here, uh, Greg and Chase. This is the wool. They said, here, put some wool on it. Mm-hmm. And you just Whoa. you just literally pull a piece of, of wool, merino wool, out of the like this. That looks like you have a little sheep just in your bag. I just, I'm just carrying a sheep around, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you pull a little bit of wool and you put it in your sock and it prevents blisters. So if you don't have moleskin with you, they, they, they don't use moleskin in New Zealand. They use wool because there's enough wool floating around. Well, he came back to the States and thought, oh, I need some of that wool. Well, no one sells just the wool that you can tear off to use as blister protection. So he came up with a brand name. So he was a marketer for Gatorade. And he came up with a brand name and uh, packaging and everything and went to market with this product called uh, Ruru. Which uh, stands for wool in the Maori language. Wool in the Maori language. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chase. Yeah. Uh, blister prevention. And it this sells for $10. And we're going to carry some. He's, he's shipping us a couple of cases to Gear 30. So if you're interested, you can come into the shop and pick some up. 10 bucks, Premium foot relief. Oh, my gosh. It says it on the back here. <laughs> Wuru means wool. <laughs> in, yeah. Okay. Well, if you read the back Ma- of the box. Maori, the in Maori? You must not Maori, eat yeah. a lot of cereal because the back of the box is the first thing no, you look okay, at. My <laughs> friends made fun of me because all I did was read those boxes of cereal <laughs> growing up. Like, give me the box. But I haven't read the back of this one. In the indigenous language of New Zealand, um, remember to roll the R in. I think that's perfect. Thank you. Protect your feet with wuru and walk away from discomfort. I can't keep rolling the R. It'll take me too long. Wuru is designed for absorbing moisture, reducing friction, preventing blisters, promoting breathability, and providing cushioning. He said, you know, where your pack, if you've got a pack that's rubbing your shoulders, put a little bit of this in there and and it's lightweight, sustainable, um, awesome, right? Would you reread that back label, rolling every R? No, because I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be here an hour. Get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight woo-roos. <laughs> <laughs> but Times eight. That's pretty, so if I'm like, if I have a hot spot on my heel, do I put it directly on the hot spot? Is the only thing it says is, to, yes, because, but do not apply to broken skin. Because there is okay. like some That'll of the stick. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But so if your blisters popped, you're screwed. So yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to check that out. Yeah, toss it over here. Okay, there you go. Now, so now within these two years, Wuru. <laughs> pull it out of the package. Yeah, pull it out of the package right there. Oh, the sound effects. Yeah. They can visualize. Oh, yeah. So soft. Oh yeah. Mm. So they've gone to market with a lineup of base layers. So look, I'm wearing a base layer right now. This red maroon colored shirt that I'm wearing is a Wuru. Um, <laughs> I may have torn the tag off. No. Um, oh, yeah, it's hanging in there still. I was, I was tempted to tear it off. I think I told him I tore it off because it was scratching me. He wants feedback. Okay. So I'm like, feedback, tags suck. Um, see if you can work it into the garment, the information into the garment, because... I don't like the scratchy or make feeling it on my skin. An easy tear off. Easy, easy tear. tear off. Yeah, yeah, easy tear. Um, so they have now, again, this is only a two year old company, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight garments, the blister wool, and of course, a trucker hat. 
a branded trucker hat. Of course. So they've got a men's tech base layer pant, a men's merino long sleeve, a short sleeve, um, a men's tech base layer long sleeve top, a women's tech base layer pant, a women's merino long sleeve, a women's merino short sleeve, and then a women's tech base layer long sleeve. He's going to send me the tech top so that he says it fits tighter, which, yeah, I hope you so. You need that. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, if One look at me and you think tech. That, <laughs> that guy, guy needs a tech fit. Yeah. And then nothing over the top of it. <laughs> he got a Euro fitting <laughs> stuff. Yeah. So he's sending that my way, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. So get this. I also learned that, and this is the crazy stuff about, so we've heard a lot in the outdoor industry about tariffs. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, and his name is uh, uh, Matt Disney. And he was in, no Matt. relation, by the way. Hmm. Yeah. He said, well, I'm not related close enough because he has no help from that side. Of the <laughs> but he said, if so, so the wool is sourced in New Zealand. It is uh, made into a, a fabric in Asia, shipped over to the United States, manufactured in Los Angeles, of all places. Huh. Uh, it's designed by a designer who lives in Boulder. So designed in bold and, and the headquarters are in Salt Lake City. In other words, his house, because uh, he is a one man show. He just hires. He said he never knew what a tech pack was. He never heard this language. He didn't know how to do any of this stuff. And he hired this designer who works out of Boulder and they got, you know, working on the fit. Here's something you'll appreciate, Greg. He said that, uh, you, you know, when you buy the fabric and you go through tests and samples and you make changes, he said they had the sleeves. He didn't like the sleeves, so they made adjustments to the sleeves. Finally, three sleeves later, they get it right. Mm-hmm. Send it in, said, this is what we want. Gets the, the final shirts, the sleeves wrong. <laughs> they did the wrong sleeve on the final. Okay? Oh, yeah. And then the, the manufacturer said, well, it, it's, it's sellable, so we're not going to cover it. Oh, my gosh. So they can't. So he, and the fabric's gone. You know, like you, got, you ordered you your fabric, to, yeah. your fabric's gone. And so he got, he said he got lucky where somehow he's got some, some money back from that. But yeah, so, I mean, starting a business is, is rough. Now with these tariffs, because the fabric is coming into the States, not as a garment, he has to pay a tariff on it, 10 to 15% tariff on it. However, if he got the garment manufactured in Asia and then shipped over, no tariff. And he's like, this is dumb. (laughs) So he said he was in Romney's office earlier last week trying to figure out if there's anything that can be done about dumb tariffs like right okay well it doesn't make any sense because we're trying to produce manufacturing in the United States right but you're going to throw a tariff on my fabric but I if I get like it manufactured in Asia I don't have it like what is what sense like does this it make it should be exactly opposite of it that. should be the right. exact, opposite. exact opposite exact right. opposite yeah so stuff like that is what new companies deal with when they're trying to make garments for the first time and get stuff in the line. Now, if you are interested in, they're not in any retail stores right now. They tried to go into some retail stores and got um, a non-interest or whatever. Yeah. However, two, two of our favorite, and most people will recognize the names, wool companies, um, Icebreaker and Smart Wool, yeah. are owned by the same parent company. Oh, really? VF Outdoors. VF Outdoors. Both of them? Both of them, yeah. Really? neither one are, like, independent these days. (laughs) I knew that Smartwool was, but I didn't know that Icebreaker Icebreaker was bought out. I know that they switched reps over January 1st. Oh, so 
so just recently. But I think they bought them out a little longer ago. They just did the final switch over oh. at, that, at that point. So they don't have Crazy. our old icebreaker rep is no longer our rep. Right, which sucks because he was like one of the, one very of the best, best reps in the business. Ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Because he sell. I mean, it's a hard product to sell. This Merino wool is an expensive product. And icebreaker merino wool is even more expensive. Yeah. It's good, but when you add design and style, um, they're collared like like a business shirt or where, you know, shirt like looks like 100, 100 bucks. 180 bucks. And yeah. For 180 bucks. Yeah. You walk in and they're like, nah, nah. Like, how are we going to sell one of these? Right. But we bought them <laughs> yeah. to try to sell in the shop because we understood the value they're of super Merino nice. wool. Yeah. Super nice. And once it's one of those products that it was so hard to sell to customers, but once they would buy it, it would come back for more. And I was, I was a prime example of that. I'd worked at the shop for probably like, oh, I'd say over a year before I bought my first icebreaker piece. Cause I was like, Oh, they're so expensive. Yeah. And one day I was going to go climbing and it was hot outside. And all I had was like a cotton tee. And I was like, Oh, I'll splurge and buy a Merino wool shirt. And I have like five, six, seven Merino wool things now. And it's, it's like all I wear when I go out and do a, a technical activity because it dries so quick, it wicks moisture so well, it doesn't stink. It's it is the best stuff, but it just takes one takes one purchase. You know, yeah. trust trust the the Gear Thirty sales person that's trying to sell you on merino wool because it's more expensive, but it is incredible. Yeah, people do return to buy it all the time. That I that you brought in, or that did we bring in like collared? I don't know. Nice I don't think ice brought that shirts. stuff in for spring this year. I don't know. Oh, in the fall, yeah. you didn't. Well, um, last year. But I mean, oh. talking about price points, this Wuru company, they're really, pretty, pretty really competitive. Competitive. I mean, because yeah. they're direct to consumer right now. Yeah. Long yeah. sleeve for eighty bucks instead of hundred bucks is what mm-hmm. the icebreaker would be. Yeah. Um, base layer pants for eighty. Short also, sleeves for sixty. They were cheaper, and he had to, he had to put put in the tariff. Uh, yeah. Cost in there mm-hmm. recently. So, um, what else was I going to say about Wuru? Oh, that's I remember now. Um, as an independent brand, so I asked him about Ibex. I'm like, you know, is, is the merino wool industry hard because ice icebreaker, smart wool people have their loyalties? And he said, you know, when when Ibex went out of business, it was the most interesting thing to me because on their Facebook page, it was completely full of people fawning over the over the brand after they announced their closing saying mm-hmm. we love you guys so much uh, you know and and he thought that you know he worked for Gatorade at the time <laughs> but but it's like that's an indication of strong brand loyalty and if he could ever build a business like that it would be you know the greatest thing ever right and that's what he set out to do with Uru. so if you're interested um, they're based in Salt Lake, manufactured in the United States, sourced from New Zealand. It's the same merino wool right. everybody else makes their products with. It's just you're going to have a different designer touching it and a different manufacturer. So the manufacturers, the manufacturing is not yet on par with, with an icebreaker, um, but it's good. Yeah. It's, and it's not <coughs> far off. Yeah. So, and yeah. if you're not too picky, but you want the benefits of merino. I the mean, fabric's the same. It's, it was... I looked at the tech tee, their short sleeve tech tee, and it's 87% merino, which is a pretty high merino content. Um, what do you say, Greg? That's that's like what Icebreaker's doing in some of their... Yeah, I um, mean, Icebreaker, 
used to be as high as like 95%, but mm-hmm. I've noticed that those shirts that are like 95% merino, break down they break down faster. Exactly. They get holes in them and stuff like that. So you, you need a little bit more. I punched holes polyester. where I use my thumb to like pull the shirt down. And yeah. The yep. thumb would go through. Yeah. So that's, yeah. and that's another thing. Yeah. If you're looking for a hundred percent merino wool sure, shirt, you can find them, but they're not going to last very long. Yeah, they don't hold up well. They um, they'll get holes in them and stuff, and, sh- and not for moths or anything. It's yeah. it's just because of the fiber, the length of the fiber is shorter and stuff like that. You'll get holes in the fabric if you don't have that polyester backbone holding the structure. And the industry is moving away from plastics. We had a shopper come into the to our shop, Gear Thirty, the other day who was looking for a present for his brother and needed one hundred percent wool socks. <laughs> I was like, well, um, they're all they don't they're all them. blended yeah yeah um and i think it was a uh, you know i don't know if he got bad information like if he said hey i need wool socks and maybe he assumed oh i need 100 percent wool socks or whatever right. but he was like i need 100 percent wool socks and mm-hmm. that's and yes less plastic is good but it's hard to make a wool product that's not going to fall apart right it's 100 percent wool right it still it still uses energy and it still it still causes some environmental harm just to produce products period whether they're made of wool or organic cotton or any of that type of stuff and if you're if not if you kill the sheep yourself and just <laughs> roll around in it <laughs> skin that's it true. you know <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a brandon does. yeah i did that to a tauntaun once we'll talk about that later <laughs> but if you um you know, if you create a product that's 100% wool because it's environmentally friendly and then that product falls apart, well, that was a waste of all the energy and the pollution and whatever else yeah. you put in. So, you know, having a back a backbone in your garment of 10% polyester or something to increase the life of the product by 400%, you know, it's probably a worthwhile trade-off when you're talking environmental impact and stuff like yeah. that. Not to mention, you pay 100 bucks for the product, you want it to last four or five years versus fall apart in year one right mm-hmm. so i so as far as gear 30 goes we recently made a commitment to move from icebreaker to smart wool uh we lost our relationship with our vendor uh representative the rep for for ice Icebre- and i am a little sad because i freaking love icebreaker <laughs> yeah like, maybe a lot sad um smart is a good product uh, i don't see us necessarily bringing in wuru anytime soon as far as their their fabrics but that's a decision chase can make if he thinks the price point would work in our shop but we will have the blister wool mm-hmm. yeah this is the blister sweet. wool is sweet it's 10 bucks for the bag and you can and it, that'll probably last a pretty long time yeah as well. weighs nothing and yeah yeah i'd throw that in my backpack for for blisters for you know sore hips under a backpack like yeah. all yeah. of that stuff that'd be sweet yeah totally yeah it's cool stuff for sure and that's definitely a niche that no one else is is taking care of no one else is fulfilling so yeah pretty cool little yeah, he couldn't uh, find it so he invented it yeah and that's yeah. what you do totally. uh we you can listen to the interview with matt disney on the ogden outdoor adventure show he was in town last week and so we were able to talk to him for just a minute uh but it lives in salt lake and i bet he'd come up for for a, a go around on the gear 30 podcast as well yeah sweet so if you want to learn you know hear it from him you can listen to that that was the, like the last one we published um but, uh, yeah, Wuru. Cool. Sounds like a sweet company. Definitely go and check them out and let us know what you think. W-U-R-U-Wool.com. Nice. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, I'm excited. Th- to yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear about this. This morning when you texted me and you said, oh, I've got 
I've got a topic to talk about. I was curious, and when you said it's a brand, I'm like, oh, sweet, what brand? Cool. Like, I know yeah. you love Cool. I know you love Icebreaker and all these different brands that you really like, and you said Wooroo. I thought, what the heck? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Brandon on one of his. Yeah, and what I love about this is that, you know, I love introducing our audience, and we get, we get more and more listeners each week as we go, but to a new brand, a new right. company, and this is fun to see it in its infancy. Again, two years ago, this was not even a thought. This guy was like vacationing in New Zealand. So. Yeah. Think of all the stuff you could do two years from now. Like if you wanted to start a business and there were all the things you certainly can. When I was a, when I was a buyer for Gear 30 um, and I've I've uh, been a judge at various like outdoor product competitions and other things. Um, so I've seen I've seen a lot of innovation or people trying new things and giving feedback on them. And, you know, when somebody says I've got a new product that I want you to see. I almost Skepticism. immediately <laughs> went like, oh, okay, here we go. I'm right there with you. Because the majority, the majority of the products that I've seen are interesting. <laughs> At best. Uh, in my opinion, not easily market like marketable. Every once in a while, you run into something, you're like, oh yeah, that's a, it's a slam dunk. But most mm-hmm. of the time, it's just like, uh, if you find the right niche, find the right people, get the right backing, you might be able to make something out of this. But this blister wool. Like, I think it's awesome. Yeah. It it makes complete sense to me. It's not expensive. It it's a lot of wool in this little bag. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a lot of wool. Yeah. For ten, yeah. for ten bucks. Ten bucks. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. I wanna I wanna buy some for my own use, and I I'll, think it'll I'll go well. I'll get you bag. I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have sounds, to buy it. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Brandon, for yeah. for woo roo. I'm excited to, uh, excited to learn about that. So thanks for wooing us with woo roo. <laughs> Perfect. You're, you're gonna <laughs> Anytime, make, Chase. You're Anytime. gonna make a great dad one day. Look how much happier he is. He loses his sling, and all of a sudden he's like cracking jokes, and <laughs> yeah, you know, he's on the road to recovery. Yep. Personality <laughs> is as well. It's coming so back. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today for the Gear 30 podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe and, and share it with your friends. Um, if you uh, enjoyed the podcast, what? I already said that. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, leave us a friendly review. If yeah, you it's would. five stars Friend, would be friendly. nice. Yeah. 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 That's what we mean by friendly. It's five <laughs> stars. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, that helps other people find us and and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. You can like us on Facebook and check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. You can sign up for our email newsletter and we'll send you emails and let you know of sales and stuff that we have going on. Right now we have winter clearance going on. So 20% off all things winter and even steeper discounts online. There you go. Yeah. So get it while it's and hot. Products going fast. It's, uh, yeah, it is. it's like flying out the doors, particularly. We just online, sold so. one, two, three, four, five, six pieces of Fiat Raven uh, on clearance. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, don't don't wait, or it'll be gone. So, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode. See you out there. Mm-hmm.